In philosophy of mind, monism tries to explain consciousness and perception as being aspects or attributes of one substance. This is done in order to eliminate the problem that dualism has of explaining how two different substances, mind and body, can interact or do interact. In monism, the substance has varied through the ages. It is either uh, based on materialism, that is, the substance is some kind of physical material, or it is based on idealism, in which the substance is an idea in the mind. Right now, the dominant monist theories are materialistic, and they consist of two uh, categories of theories, physicalism and functionalism. Physicalism argues that the mind is simply a chemical, biological activity in the brain that science will someday explain through scientific explanation. Functionalism argues that the mind is simply made up of relationships between physical activity. Think of it this way. Physicalism argues the mind is made up of the same substance as wood, metal, and the rest of the body and material world. Functionalism argues the mind is wood, metal, and other material from the world formed into a functioning device. So, for example, physicalism sees the mind as wood and metal. Functionalism sees the mind as a function, such as a mousetrap made up of wood and metal. Uh, Functionalism could also be compared to the concept of uh, time and space. Uh, It is simply a relationship's between sense impressions. Do either of these solve the problems faced by dualism in explaining how consciousness and perception act? Uh, No, not really. Physicalism simply replaces mind-body dualism with brain-body dualism. In order for the brain as a biological chemical reaction to act as consciousness and perception, it will still require a homunculus in the brain to start and run all that activity in the same way a computer needs an operator or a robot needs programming to tell it if and when it must raise its arms. Physicalism is popular with the artificial intelligence crowd because it allows them to worship computers as if they were brains. This is a religious worship, not a scientific one, as I contemplated in the previous episodes dealing with the philosophy of science episodes and the philosophy of language. Functionalism is in even worse shape. If the mind is simply a functional, functional creation, like a mousetrap, who created it? Personally, I think idealism, such as the concept of monads, argued by the philosopher Leibniz a few centuries ago, and by the ancient Pythagoras and the ancient philosopher Parmenides, will make a comeback eventually as uh, neuroscience is forced to factor into its studies uh, quantum mechanics, which it eventually will be. I also, perhaps the substance, the one substance of Spinoza will someday make a comeback once uh, quantum mechanics is factored into neuroscience. The only problem with idealism, and which is why it's presently being ridiculed, is the question of in whose mind does the idea of reality exist when my consciousness is not around to have the idea. Idealism argues that the mind and body are one substance, but that this one substance is not material, but an idea in the mind. In the mind of whom? 
is contemplated in the very first episodes of these podcasts dealing with truth, idealism, and the idealist philosopher Barclay. In order to be a consistent idealist and avoid solipsism, one must argue for the existence of a God who thinks the ideas that make up reality when we are no longer around to think of ourselves or are not thinking. This is also true of the continental idealism of philosophers such as Hegel, who argued the existence of a world spirit or similar entity that is the third substance that makes up all reality as an idea, but they don't call it God. Uh, For Spinoza, we were all simply ideas in the mind of God. So God is actually the substance of the world, which is called pantheism. Dualism and monism are the two major arguments of modern philosophy of mind. Both have problems. However, if you contemplate it and have some understanding of my prior podcasts on the philosophy of language, philosophy of science, and on Ludwig Wittgenstein's private language argument and rule-following arguments, you should see here a third option. These questions and categories are nonsense, confusing two different word games dealing with different sets of problems. I will cover this minority view uh, in the next episode.